Episode three. I'm reading Jane Austen's Mansfield Park, and if you if you look towards the sort of second half of episode episode chapter two in Mansfield Park, you get some nice little bits about education coming in. So we have Fanny, who's ended up living with her cousins. Uh, I won't go into the the backstory. You either know it or you don't. And uh, I'll start the quote here. So a mean opinion of her abilities was not confined to them. Fanny could read, work and write, but she had been taught nothing more. And as her cousins found her ignorant of many things with which they had been long familiar, they thought her prodigiously stupid. And for the first two or three weeks, were continually bringing some fresh report of it into the drawing room. Dear Mama, only think my cousin cannot put the map of Europe together or my cousin cannot tell the principal rivers in Russia, or she never heard of Asia Minor, or she does not know the difference between watercolours and crayons. How strange. Did you ever hear anything so stupid? My dear, their considerate aunt would reply, it is very bad, but you must not expect everybody to be as forward and quick as learning as yourself. But aunt, she is really so very ignorant. Do you know, we asked her last night which way she would go to get to Ireland, and she said she could, she should cross to the Isle of Wight. She thinks of nothing but the Isle of Wight, and she calls it the island, as if there were no other island in the world. I'm sure I should have been ashamed of myself if I had not known better uh, long before I was so old as she is. I cannot remember the time when I did not know a great deal that she has not the least notion of yet. How long ago it is, Aunt, since we used to repeat the chronological order of the kings of England with the dates of their accession and most of the principal events of their reigns. End quote. So just those few paragraphs there, they give us a little insight into, uh, this is late 19th century, remember? Oh, whoa, 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 late 18th century. Late 18th, early 19th century culture and education and what, yeah, sure, um, uh, the uh, upper classes, what they were expected to to learn and what was possible for children to learn and how much of that is just stuff we've just thrown out of the window learning the chronological order of kings of england uh, the uh, the names of the principal Rus- um, rivers in russia and all these little things uh, being able to uh, put together the map of europe so from a from a, 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 a from a teacher point of view it's, it's just interesting to see how get these little insights of of what was there and what was considered valuable and i do think those things are very valuable we have this anti-knowledge, anti-fact mindset in modern education, <clears throat> or at least we did do till recently. I think things are turning around and um, and it, it's nice to see it coming out. Now, there's a related few pages later to this. We've got, um, uh, what's his name? Edmund, who's who's uh, another cousin of Fanny and he's he's made her welcome and he's, he's, uh, he's tried to sort of bring out He's 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 made her welcome in, in her new home, and he is he's educating her. And there's a, there's a wonderful phrase here, which is so so great. I might print it on a on a sweatshirt, but I'll I'll read the paragraph, and I want you to and and think about if you can work out what that phrase is, which I think is is politically correct and wonderful at the same time. Uh, where where am I up to? So kept back as she was by everybody else, his Ed, Edmund, his single support could not bring her forward, but his attentions were otherwise of the highest importance in assisting the improvement of her mind and extending its pleasures. His attentions were 
of the highest importance in assisting the improvement of her mind and extending its pleasures. He knew her to be clever, to have a quick apprehension as well as good sense, and a fondness for reading which properly directed must be an education in itself. Miss Lee taught her French and heard her read the daily portion of history, but he recommended the books which charmed her leisure hours. He encouraged her taste and corrected her judgment. He made reading useful by talking to her of what she read and heightened its attraction by judicious praise. In return for such services, she loved him better than anybody in the world except William. Her heart, that's her brother, her heart was divided between the two. So hopefully you caught that bit there. He recommended the books which charmed her leisure hours. He encouraged her taste and corrected her judgment. The idea of of, um, encouraging someone's taste these days, of cultivating in children high taste, taste for high things, for good things, and indeed correcting their judgment, encouraging judgment. It's anathema in in the modern world. Um, We are told you mustn't judge. We mustn't be judgmental. And of course, that's ironic because... Well, it's obviously ironic, but but the, the very fact that we send children to school makes an there's an assumption there that it that um, there's an assumption that it's possible to not know things that one should know, and and then there's an assumption that there's a principle we all agree on, which is that one ought to know certain things that we didn't already know, and ought to have skills that we didn't already have, and ought to have uh, judgments that we didn't already already have. So it's it's not it's not consistent. It, it uh, uh, it's completely ironic, but nevertheless, we do hit children constantly over the head with this principle: we must not, we must not judge, and that comes through in much of our pedagogy, in much of our curriculum, uh, and certainly in in some of the kind of uh, what's the word perennial stuff: the use of our use of music, our references to film. Um, pop culture it's all it's all just the lowest of the low we we have this totally nonsensical um phrase that you just hear all the time about about meeting the children where they are or or um making things relevant to them or you know connecting with the cultural references that they have Well, well that makes huge assumptions about the children it makes all the children it makes us assume all the children are the same, coming from the same place, coming from the same cultural backgrounds, which is complete nonsense. Um, and uh, yeah, but anyway, it's summed up beautifully in this. This Austin's, um, I think she's she's. We're supposed to empathise with this that he recommended the books which charmed her leisure hours. He encouraged her taste and corrected her judgment. Can we? Can we? Can we encourage tastes? And can we correct judgment? I think we can. I think we should. Um, and, um, and and let's do it. So a uh, little bit Mansfield Park, superb book. Jane Austen is the best novelist in the English language. Uh, I, I will defend that statement until proved otherwise. And I encourage you to, uh, to read her and I um, will correct your judgment if you say otherwise. Or perhaps you can correct mine. That would be good too. Let's uh let's have a little song. Don't judge my terrible song. Ooh, don't say that it's wrong. Ooh, 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 ooh.
Encourage taste.